Welcome to Focus on 2025. I'm Michael Moore in Singapore. With me are my two partners, Chris Beaumont in Japan and Chris Riley in the United States. In this episode, we are going to put the focus on a unique moment in time, starting from the global pandemic. Uh, Chris Riley, why the focus on 2025? Well, this is... Um... A period of time when so many things have come together to create massive change. And as we've all discussed in the past, uh, you suddenly realize that we're not in an era of change, we're in a change of eras. And when things like this happen, the speed with which change manifests is quite stunning. You think that all these trends are going to gradually evolve over time. But when you've got a confluence of trends, when you've got a pandemic, when you've got interconnectivity, when you've got all these things that are happening and a global economy that is effectively being reset as we talk, then change happens extremely quickly. And uh, our sense has been that if we focus on 2025, it gives us the kind of urgency that businesses will win or lose by that moment in time. You're either on the new boat or you're off it by 2025. And so, I mean, that implies that there is going to be a, a pretty significant leap to a new type of future um, for businesses after 2025. I mean, Chris Beaumont, what, what is that new urgency for business? Well, to Chris's point, the one word that comes to mind is, is survival. You know, many people will lose their jobs. Many businesses will not survive if they don't adapt quickly. It's the worst global economic recession since the Great Depression. But as Chris said, we've got better connectivity. Um, and so it's been coupled with greater inequality, racism, lack of diversity, the poor people, not being able to be educated at home. So this is creating a growing sense of conflict at this time. And there's a great polarization of attitudes. So you could say it was a biospheric virus, but it was also an internet virus. And minds were altered. And opinions changed very, very quickly when behaviors were had to change and social distancing. Right. But perhaps the pandemic has shown us there is, all, there is a will. It's also perhaps we cannot deny that the past, the old norm, was broken. The time I think a lot of people think that, yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people think the past is broken. So therefore you look at, oh my goodness, we're tumbling into a terrible period, or we're tumbling into the, the biggest growth and most optimistic change we've seen for a century. So I think what we've chosen is to really look, focus on the positive aspects of these change. Everything Chris has just said is absolutely correct and is the Petri dish for extraordinary and positive change that you have to be aware of and you have to capitalize on. So that one key word is positive. We yeah. shouldn't see these as challenges, but as opportunities. There's not a barrier. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, we can and I think at the moment, yeah, go on, sorry. I think we can learn through imagining. So some things have been changed during the pandemic. Some of those things we can continue. Some of them are just short term. We shouldn't go back to what we all had before. 
We're not yeah. able to. And so um, the right, the inequities that you've described are being resolved. The crises you have described are being resolved. The climate change problem is being resolved. I mean, not being Pollyanna-ish or optimistic, but being positive that actually you can't change the world, but you can change your world and you can make change within business and everything is ripe to be successful, but also to be culturally successful, ethically successful and transformationally successful to a to, to something that's simply better. And what we want to do then is embrace ambiguity because that gives <laughs> space for creativity. And it doesn't exactly right. it doesn't it doesn't allow anxiety and we'll stop there, I think. Thank you.